This is Wessler Media. Hello. Don, this is Vince. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, yes, sir. How's my, how's the connection? I mean, I've never had one brought back. In the seven years we've sold them, at all the events we've sold them, at the other state fairs we've sold them, I've never had one brought back. My buddy did a scorpion pizza, and I, I, I think that's my limit. <laughs> you know, somebody sells scorpion pizza. <laughs> The Ohio State Fair and Wessler Media are proud to present A Fair to Remember, discovering the stories and people behind this statewide tradition. This is Season 1, Episode 4. The girl was crying so much, I said to folks, I said, folks, i got to close down for 45 minutes. I've got to clean this oil out for her. So for that 45 minutes, not one person stood offline. We never, ever expected the response that we got that year. Yeah, well, someone in Columbus would remember it because people still come out at the fair, and every year they say, boy, I remember uh, it was an A&W root beer restaurant on uh, 4615 North High. One of the biggest food icons of the fair is the Tracy Family Coney Dog Stand, right near the Bricker Building. From 1950 to 85, Don Tracy owned an A&W restaurant on North High. Today, that site has caught the eye of restaurant developers. His son, Dave, reminisces on the old place. One of my fondest memories of my youth, my father has um, owned a restaurant for many years, but one of the jobs I used to do for him was slice the hot dog buns. And I can still remember as a little boy, I would sit there on the counter and I would slice the buns so that when they had an order, so that's how far back I go, is uh, before... Hot dog buns were pre-sliced. While the elder Mr. Tracy had a brick-and-mortar location, his mind began to wander to the fairgrounds right before the 1955 fair. However, the first Tracy offering at the fair didn't have anything to do with hot dogs or with success. He got this idea that he was going to make uh, chocolate-covered frozen bananas. And I don't know if he had heard about it somewhere or what, but he rented a space at the fair and he had this little uh, yellow umbrella and a freezer and he thought this was how he was going to make his uh you know living at the fair and by the first day nobody was buying his frozen chocolate covered bananas we had freezers of frozen bananas after the fair because nobody bought his chocolate bananas after 63 years of the fair, the Tracy family has gone from vendor to an iconic staple. So think about that. There are thousands of people whose fair experience is not complete without a Coney Dog from the Tracy stand. Ultimately, it's not just a Coney Dog or a draft root beer. It's a special connection to the past for many. And all this started from an idea that Don Tracy had in the 50s. You'll still see my father and my mother, okay? You'll still see their three children, Susan, Stephen, and David. You'll still see a lot of our kids, so that would be the third generation. And some have their own kids. So there's literally, in the Tracy family, there are four generations who are still working at the fair. But when you drink a draft root beer as compared to a root beer where it's blended right at the tap, it is a total different though. The foam is creamy and totally different, whereas you know, like if you would get a Coke, the foam fizzes out immediately. 
in a root beer, the foam just sits there on the top, and you can love the foam as much as you love the root beer. I still remember taking Bob Hope over a root beer and handing it to him on the stage when he was there years ago. This year, along with their hot dog and root beer staples, they're offering something a little different. We're calling our campfire pretzel. It's a, a wonderful sourdough soft pretzel with marshmallows and um, peanuts and um, chocolate on top of it. Let's make sure we're clear on one thing. The men and women in the food stands of the Ohio State Fair, they are incredible opportunists. They see culinary art in a really unique and different way. So let's talk with Don Kenna, for example. He's the man responsible for the donut burger. And while he is technically in competition with Dave Tracy, they're ultimately friends and allies. Me and Dave, we've become very good friends over the years. We loan each other stuff all the time. Like if he needs some tomatoes, He'll come see me. If I'm short of lettuce, I'll go down and see him. You know, and watch his kids grow up. and It's pretty interesting. <laughs> there is something so special about the draw of a fair. In the early 1970s, a young Don Kenna felt that, and he made a six-mile trek from his then-home in Tampa to the Florida State Fair. His parents didn't know. Oh, if they'd know I'd rode my bike from the south end of Tampa to downtown Tampa, I would have got <laughs> my... <laughs> It wouldn't have been good. (laughs) Fairs have played an important role in Don's life for many reasons. One big one is the fact that that's how he met his wife. I used to go down her mom and dad's concession stand and eat. I'd eat a hamburger. They fried fresh hamburgers. And I would go sit in that stand, and it had counters. It had white counters and stools. The weird part is she was probably making the sandwich. Because she used to work in the front end making those, we called the front end, which was the cooking area. She was making the food. Beyond marrying his wife, perhaps Don's best idea came in 2007 on a rainy day at the Florida State Fair. So I was down there and I was at the Florida State Fair and a friend of mine had a stand and he had them lined up in the rain. And I went over there to talk to him and I said, what are you doing, Dennis? And, uh... He said, uh, I'm selling a donut burger. Yes, sir. This is really a day's good eating. And I mean good eating. Eating should be fun. Well, we, we start with a quarter pound fresh hamburger. And it's a fresh is, you know, it's a fresh product delivered to us daily. And uh, we cook that on the grill. Then we put a slice of American cheese on it. And then we put bacon on it. And then we warm the donuts up on the grill. And the reason we like doing that it's because it makes like a little crust. And then I, I, I eat them all the way. I eat them dressed, lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickle. And I think the pickle is very important to the sandwich. You know, the original donut burger with all that on it and another donut, whole donuts. We don't cut the donuts in half. We use a whole donut for the top and the bottom. It just makes for a great sandwich. I eat them all the time. And I can attest to the fact that if you look at me, I eat too many. <laughs> Of course, the donut burger is not the only thing Don's offering at the fair this year. Since it's kind of connected, we come up with a new item called butt fries. Since we use the smoked pork for the sloppy donut, we're putting it on french fries with cheddar cheese sauce and uh, green onions and chopped purple onions. And also, another item that we have started selling at some other fairs is the Philly steak and cheese donut burger. And then also, we're, we've started selling Philly fries. So that's our new uh, three new items for this year. We've had kids working for us or 
younger people working for us now. We had the parents work for us, and we've had their grandparents work for us. We've had three – well, really, I've had four generations work for me at the Ohio State Fair, work for us, our family. Four generations. It's amazing how family-oriented it is. As you travel around from fair to fair, your family begins to kind of fuse with the other families of the other concessionaires. Your neighborhood isn't a paved street in suburbia. It's a midway lined with games, rides, and vendors. It was an everyday occurrence for all the kids, several of them, to come down the midway and get together of other concessionaires' kids and to walk to the Department of Natural Resources area and fish. And, and, and then they did other stuff on the fairgrounds, too. But that was an everyday something they did, as, you know, our children all did together. The Bolt Candy Store is a familiar sight at the Ohio State Fair. Piles and piles of classic and popular candy line these roads with an employee out front, inviting you to snag a wicker basket and take a trip down memory lane with your taste buds. The person behind the Bolt Candy Store doesn't do just candy. He does ices and the fried Buckeye and a whole lot of other things. The inventor of the fried Buckeye and the story behind it, Brian Shankman, next on A Fair to Remember. We're back in a minute. And I scrambled around and I found some Buckeyes from a local company and I tried it and I threw it in the fry later and I'm like, please float, please float, please float. There's a couple of folks in particular who have done an excellent job preserving the history of the Ohio State Fair, and that is, uh, first and foremost, you've got LaVon Shook. When uh, you've taken the time, like seven years, to actually write the Ohio State Fair history book, uh, that's pretty legit. So LaVon has done a ton of work into that, and he has been an immense resource in creating this podcast, A Fair to Remember. Then the uh, second guy that I have uh, spent some time with uh, creating this podcast is uh, Steve Ide. Steve Ide and his late wife actually collected a ton of Ohio State Fair memorabilia, and he uh, was generous, very generous with his time, and uh, displayed a lot of the items. We talked through a lot of uh, the meaning of the pieces, and there are stories even behind each and every piece that this guy has. So Steve Ide is uh, quite the huge State Fair fan. So make sure you check out Ohio State Fair on social media as you'll see these pictures of Steve Ide's collection. It is fantastic. Hey, just a quick heads up that you can actually see some sweet behind-the-scenes photographs, uh, rare historical stuff, and more on the Ohio State Fair page on Instagram. So check that out. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, too. And, uh, yeah, all that good stuff. So make sure you show us some love on the Internet. We really appreciate it. So thank you so much, and let's get back to A Fair to Remember. Growing up in New York, 50-year-old Brian Shankman is the kind of guy who, if he says he's going to do something, he's going to get it done, and he's going to do it well. He learns by doing, and what he did do in his early years was selling ices. From there, he jumped to candy, and from candy, he's tried his hand in the frying business. While this is a very simplified version of his story, one thing is for sure. This man has no off switch, but that's also what makes him good at what he does. I had a five-year plan. I was going to get in and out in five years, make enough money to open a catering hall like I wanted to. That was 27 years ago, all right? The way I tell everybody is, if you don't want to stay in this business, don't start. At the beginning of the 2008 fair, Brian tells the story of a creation that landed him on a major talk show. I called up and I said to the office that I really wanted to do something different. I wanted to do a deep fried Buckeye, but I was afraid. I was afraid that I was going to insult people by taking your steak candy and frying it. Not thinking too much. That was in April. They asked the proper people and came back and said, sure, go ahead. It was a Thursday afternoon. She calls me and she says, where is it? The media is going crazy. 
I said, where's what and what media are you talking about? And she says to me, where's the deep fried Buckeye? And I went, oh, um, it'll be here tomorrow. And I scrambled around and I found some Buckeyes from a local company and I tried it. I threw it in the fry later and I'm like, please float, please float, please float. And it didn't float, but it came out and it was awesome. I mean, it was great. But all I had was these little corn dog fry layers. When you touched it with the tongs, if any of the batter came off and the chocolate hit the oil, it exploded. So they were exploding right and left. The oil was black. My girls were crying. The girl was crying so much, I said to folks, I said, folks, I gotta close down for 45 minutes. I've got to clean this oil out for her. So for that 45 minutes, not one person stood offline. We never ever expected the response that we got that year. I got a call from um, uh, a producer from a TV show and they said, we're interested, you know, they, they, they told us on the Ohio State Fair that you're doing deep fried Buckeyes. We want you to bring the food out. And I said, oh, okay, when is it? And they said, July, or we were filming June 29th for July 4th. And I said, okay, I'll be up there anyway. I said, I can do that. I got off the phone and I turned around, my mother, my brother, my wife were standing there talking and I said, what's the view? It's Monday, July 4th. Kick off your Independence Day by watching our co-hosts make some fireworks on the view. Brian Shankman. Brian has the largest mobile candy store in the world, and uh, he is known for, these are called Buckeyes. Explain a, a little bit about that, Brian. A Buckeye is a chocolate-covered peanut butter dough ball that what we do is we take is the... Really good? They're phenomenal. What we do is we batter dip and fry them. We use our own batter. We make mm. it from scratch. Oh, my. Okay? We also carry, we also carry with us between 40 and 50,000 wow. pounds of candy to every show, oh. from everything from large gummy bears... Brian's to 2011 appearance on The View wasn't his only brush with fame. After his 2016 performance in the Celeste Center, ventriloquist comedian Jeff Dunham hopped on a golf cart and zipped right over to Brian's stand, streaming the entire thing on Facebook Live. Hi, guys. Uh, we just finished the uh, Ohio State Fair. Right. What was Hi. your name again? Brian. Brian. Nice to meet you, Pleasure Brian. To meet you. All right. The best thing is the deep-fried Buckeye. This is the deep-fried Oreo. Oh, my gosh. So Bye. Ohio State Fair, again, we had a blast. Uh, Brian helped us out. We had a lot of amazing things and terrible things, and it was fantastic. So tomorrow I'm going to be running five miles. I am. Five miles tomorrow. I'm running. <laughs> I have a really good friend out here. Uh, his name is Ashley Jinks. They have, they're right across from us. We have been in the same camping area together for almost eight, nine years. And one day, because we were doing so many Buckeyes, I ran out of funnel cake mix that I was using for the deep fried Buckeyes. And everybody wants to know what the batter is. And I'd say to them, you know, it's just basically a funnel cake batter. And back in the time, it was a funnel cake batter. But I, I was panicking. I was running out. I didn't know what to do. And Ashley comes up and puts his hand on my shoulder and says, calm down. He said, what's the matter? And I said, I'm running out of funnel cake mix. Do you have any? Can I borrow any? He said, I don't use funnel cake mix. I use a secret family recipe. But if you want to know it, he said, I'll teach it to you. And he taught me the recipe that his grandfather gave him 40 years prior, 40, 50 years prior. Beyond the food itself, it's that level of trust built over the years at fairs across the country that makes elements of the concessionaire community unique. They camp and live in different arrangements across the country. In a way, the Ohio State Fair is a little like their own neighborhood, except their homes just may be a stand they're frying or cooking something in and the neighborhood moves about every two weeks. Out here, we learned everything. We've learned everything from plumbing, electric, 
carpentry, you name it, doesn't make a difference what it is. But when we're on the fairgrounds here, we are one big family. And if I need something done and I can't do it myself, if I can't fix it, or if I don't have my welder here, I can go to Butch from Gabby's and he'll, you know, help me out. And it's not even a question. When most people walk onto a fairgrounds, they walk on thinking that they're coming into a fair. When we walk onto a fairgrounds, it's more of we're coming home. I don't know, every year I say I'm going to pare it down a little bit, and I, I actually did. I entered five fewer things this year than I did last year, but I still entered 42 entries. Coming up, a preview of our next episode. Like, like 42? Is that, did I hear that right? You heard it right. <laughs> That's next on A Fair to Remember. Back in a minute. Let's take a quick look into the future episodes here on A Fair to Remember. Uh, coming up on the next episode, actually, a little uh, hint here. Competition, and one of my family members is actually involved in this episode. So check out competitions in the next episode. Also, we're going to talk about concerts. Uh, how concerts actually happen. How concerts uh, are put together. How long it takes to put a show together. Behind the scenes, all that stuff is going to be fun. Then we got the Butter Cow, Entertainers at the Fair, and then, of course, a self-guided tour which would be a great episode as well to kind of walk with you through the fair and actually see these stories come alive, you know, like where things happen at the fair. You can actually see the uh, spots and locations on the uh, grounds where they happen. So there's a lot to cover, a lot to do, and, of course, your story is always welcome. And uh, get involved, too. Check it out online, ohiostatefair.com slash podcast is the site where you can submit your stories and really see behind-the-scenes photographs of the production of this podcast. Again, it's ohiostatefair.com slash podcast. ohiostatefair.com slash podcast. So far, we've covered some really important elements of the fair. History, animals, food, and love. So where are we going to go next? A tattoo parlor, Cardinal Hall, and more. The first I did myself when I was 14 on my leg. It's a tiny little straight edge X. I was straight edge when I was a teenager. And my friends and I all made tattoo machines. Very stupid. (laughs) Not, Not advisable. There is a specific competitor who every year shows up in full force. And as someone who competes annually, um, I see this woman every year and she is she is my arch nemesis. Hey, Margaret. Yeah. I guess who I just got off the phone with. So coming up on the next episode, you've got a front row seat to competition. And if you're wondering how many people actually compete each year at the fair, approximately 30 to 40,000. That's next on A Fair to Remember. A Fair to Remember is presented by the Ohio State Fair and produced by Wessler Media. Shout out to executive producer and PR manager for the fair, Alicia Schultz. She's given me the great opportunity and honor to tell these stories. Special thank you to Dave Tracy, Don Kenna, Brian Shankman for their time and fascinating imagination when it comes to food. Our opening theme is the beautiful Ohio Waltz, performed by the 1994 All-Ohio State Fair Band. And these episodes, expertly mastered and produced by Joey Gerwin at Orange Judio Recording Studios. So finally, thank you to anyone who's done anything at all to help make this podcast a reality. And thank you for attending the fair because you too are part of this great history. This has been A Fair to Remember. I'm your host, Vince Tornero, and I'll see you on the Midway.
the funny part about it is we have circus peanuts, which are those little orange peanuts, and they were individually wrapped. And Whoopi Goldberg wasn't part of our show. She was off to that show, but she was one the, on the one before that. And she kept coming by and taking a circus peanut every time. So after her fifth or sixth or seventh time, I smacked her hand. I said, Whoopi, stop. I said, you can't do that. I said, you're screwing up my display. After it's over, you can have it all. And she just looked at me and she started cracking up laughing. She said, we're not allowed to. So I went to the producer afterwards and I said, listen, I made these beautiful candy boxes for your people. Can I give it to him? He said, yes. And I said, and I'm giving them the candy with it. And he looked at me and I said, I don't want to carry it home with me. He said, go ahead. So it was fun. We, we had a great time. You know, that's the kind of stuff I enjoy doing. You know, we did, we do, we do, we did the weekend show of the Today Show. The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com. Stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast, from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com. W-E-S-S-L-E-R-Media.com.